welcome back to the third episode of the Noir Culture Podcast. I'm your host, hey, Kudzi. Hey. Today's special guest is a young upcoming rapper from Manchester, and his name is Sweepy. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to introduce yourself? Hey guys, uh, my name is Sweepy D. I'm 21 years old, and I'm a young rapper from Manchester who currently goes to university in Leeds. I'm in my final year. Couple months left, you know the vibes. (laughs) Big up. Hey, 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 hey. Okay, so when did you realize you had a passion for music? So it goes back all the way back to high school. So back in high school, we used to do like rap battles on the playground at lunchtime. And you know, you know me, of course I was always winning. Of course (laughs) I was always winning. And then it just got to the point where when we left high school, it was like, do you know when you just feel like you need to find your purpose in life? that was sort of something that i really like to do i like to um make music and i like playing football mm. obviously you know my knee injury yeah. stops me from playing football <laughs> <laughs> so obviously yeah um music was the route that i decided to go down mm-hmm. so one day i went to the studio with one of my boys and i was like you know after recording my first song i was like yeah this is definitely for me so mm-hmm. Yeah, so so that's when I first. What age was that then, like that you thought you started to take it seriously? Um, sixteen. Sixteen. Wow. Yeah. Most sixteen-year-olds just like trying to figure out GCSEs, and you were out here. Thinking, <laughs> I've got this goal. Like that's really, you know, good for a sixteen-year-old because most sixteen-year-olds don't think like that. <laughs> I know I did. Nah, that's true. Still. <laughs> so like. Your debut EP, 1719, came out mm. in October 2019. Um, yeah. I want to know what the creative process was like for that. So um, the initial idea came from, um, so in 2017, I did a performance in London with Fuso DG. And after that, to keep up the uh, momentum, I decided it's probably best to make an EP. However, um, I just didn't feel like I was ready at that time. So as I was progressing through 2018 and 2019, it got to the point where I was like, you know what? I've done a lot, I've achieved a lot. It's probably time to finally make an EP and then drop it. Mm. So this was during, I'd say March, 2019. Mm. So I was already in my first year of uni, right? And I can't lie, it was a bit, uh, you know, because obviously with uni work and stuff, it was a bit crazy. But we got that finished for September and then I dropped it in October. Wow. But yeah. Were you like nervous for it? Because it's like your first EP. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Like, I was thinking, mm, I've never dropped so many tracks at the same time. I was thinking like, and after that, how am I going to keep with the momentum after that? There was a lot of thoughts in my mind. Mm. But at the end of the day, you, sometimes you just got to drop it to find out what's going to happen next. Yeah, for sure. I think yeah. anyone would be nervous. Like, if it's something that you're passionate about, you want it to be perfect. Like, would you yeah. consider yourself like a perfectionist? Yeah. I, I'm to a degree. Like, everything that I make, I always want to top it, if that makes sense. Yeah. I always want to do better. And um, 
that's why during when I finished making the EP, I was considering just dropping my singles. Mm. Because if I just shot a video for every single track on the EP, that would have lasted at least six months to a year, yeah. which would have been quite good. But I thought to myself, after this EP, I want to change my sound completely. Mm. And that's why I haven't dropped for as long as I haven't dropped. Mm. Because you want to come back with something like bigger and better. Yeah. That's good. I think, I think that's like, you're almost like challenging yourself every time and trying to just be in competition with yourself. Yeah. Which is important. Um, so let's go into like your new sound and like what like you've got in store, like what are your inspirations? Like, how do you come up with something new? So my inspirations, um, well, because I'm from Holland, because I, uh, I moved to England from Holland, um, I listen to like Frenna, SF Bay, they're like Dutch artists, but like obviously England, we have like the Afro swing scene, like UK rap, Holland's got their own scene as well, and it's wavy, so mm-hmm. right now what I'm trying to do is sort of translate their sound into English music, and I think I'm onto something. Mm-hmm. So I've got a few tracks ready to um, drop, but I'm not going to drop them until it hits 2021 because this year has been shambles. (laughs) You don't want to get any bad luck from this year. Trust me. So can we get any exclusives? Like, do you think you've got a date in mind? I mean, I mean... Is it confidential? It's confidential, but for you, I might have to slide you a Dropbox link too. Please. I, <laughs> I want some exclusives, please. Thank you. Um, got exclusive songs, exclusive videos, all for you still. Yes, I like that energy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, like you know, you said you're from Holland and you get you wanted to get some inspiration from there how about manchester because you've also had like your own experiences there and like what's it been like like in terms of musical influences from manchester have you felt any or had any or have any (laughs) um uh realistically like everybody around me is inspirational you know everybody that makes music around me is inspirational like um so let's say my guy Arbin, my guy Scholar, like you've met, you've met Mabs, have you? Like yeah. you went to our uni as well. Yeah. Like I'm just surrounded by a lot of creative people and then I feel like that it really pushes the creative process. Yeah. Like honestly. And it's also healthy, what do you call it? What do you call that thing? When your friends help push you, you help push them. I don't know what the word for it is, but it's like, wait, healthy competition, is that the word for it? Uh, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but we just, we just help each other a lot. Yeah. and we've inspired each other for this long and i feel like that's why pushing ourselves mm. like what well, and each other that's why we've been able to feel ourselves for so long oh yeah i think that's important like when you're surrounded about around people that are inspirational to you that are creative with you and um, yeah that helps keep those creative juices flowing <laughs> amen because <laughs> when you honestly i feel like we've all been there we're, all, we're around people that is just completely different to our own energy that it's like nah. yes yeah fam don't even get me started <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to start spilling tea <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like how do you have time for 
you know, doing this music thing whilst studying because it's just what? I can't lie. Like, you're gonna have to lose a lot of sleep. Mm. Like, so, sometimes you have to sacrifice a lot of sleep, especially like right now, third year has been completely different because of this pandemic. But an example is every single day pretty much apart from like weekends mm. on or fridays i wake up at 4 or 5 a.m wow so but i also i'm a late sleeper so i go to sleep at like 11 12 mm. so i'm not really getting that much sleep but to get a lot of things done during your day sometimes you just have to sacrifice a bit of sleep I that's can't lie. so true yeah. and i like my sleep and it's just <laughs> like ugh, when people say that it's like i know it already but it's like oh i just it's hard like especially when you know like you said you stay up late and you've got so much stuff to do in a day but i think it is about like organization yeah that's a big point organization mm. setting that time and pri- prioritizing really because you need to know what's important to you yeah and put that first so that's a great answer <laughs> oh thank you thank you hey i'm gang. <laughs> So I want to know about, you know, obviously this year has been super draining for us. Um, I feel like especially as black people, wow, like we don't even know where to start. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> the entire year. Exactly. Like, how do you kind of um, set time for yourself? You know, like obviously we said organization, but how do you get that time to kind of like de-stress and take that mental break and yeah especially recently man's been on this self-love thing on a madness i can't lie because if we're not looking after our mental health um things build up in it and people think being strong is pushing things under the rug Mm. where that's actually quite toxic and if you go years and years sweeping things under the rug Mm. one day when you hit when you face a trigger basically that can basically uncover the rug and then you're gonna have a lot of problems in it so Mm. if you sort of deal with things as they go give yourself a little bit of love not even a little bit of love a lot of love <laughs> yeah like it actually goes a long way still yeah. and you should have like a designated time in the week that you just you know you just focus on loving yourself yeah that's so important like and especially like i mean for everyone of course but you know i feel like in the black community like mental health and all of that is always kind of like taboo growing up and hey, trust me that's we know true. this like we have lived experiences <laughs> so it's like it's now hearing that hearing you say that is just really special because it's like you know we're all learning and growing and finally realizing the importance of taking time out for ourselves because i mean we came into this world alone and we're gonna die alone so like it's about us really <laughs> I know that was really morbid. I was like, right, I swear. That was like, that's funny. But I feel like you get the gist. Like I was basically trying to say, like, you know, we are as much as like we have people that we care about, you know, it's just sometimes we just need to make it about ourselves. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I can't lie, putting yourself first will actually get you a long way still. Mm, a very long way. Facts. Yeah. Because I think putting yourself first means a lot of different things, not just um, materialistically, but it also means, you know, when someone is disrespecting you and you decide to kind of like 
take that person out of your life or just decide to cut them off that yeah i feel like that's a form of self-love because you value yourself so much that you're just not gonna let anyone interrupt the circle and it disrupt your peace exactly disrupt your peace like yeah 2020 mind your business drink your water <laughs> <laughs> please uh. <laughs> no, nah, I actually gotta agree with all of those points still. I can't yeah. lie. I resonate with it. I resonate with it. That's that's important, like, for us to just discuss and talk about. But obviously yeah. it has been a trying year, but how do you feel about being black this year? I know that's really random, but I just want to know <laughs> really and truly how do you feel like in your own skin with everything that's happened? It's been it's been it's been a crazy year to be black. I can't lie. It's uh, let me start off with it's felt empowering. It's felt it's felt overwhelming as well. Like when you just realize how people are treated just because of our just melanin, basically mm. melanin is crazy. Like you're telling me black people have gone through so much, so many things just because of our skin color. Mm. It's kind of crazy. Like. So the the BLM movement, for example, like everyone was united. I love that. But then you look at things like, um, you know, the the things that's happening in Nigeria, mm. Congo, yeah. the trafficking that's happening in West Africa as well with Ghana. Mm. You're just thinking like, what? What's like, yo? Mm. Like, there's just a lot of things going on. I know. There's, just... there's a lot of suffering in it for a community that is always accepting of everyone else, and that's always just trying to have good vibes so much you know <laughs> unnecessary sure so we're just trying to chill Literally. You, know, there. <sighs> you can tell i'm tired about this i'm so tired but i just wanted to <sighs> hear your opinion on it because I think obviously my my podcast and website in general is all about speaking about our community and talking to people and praising people for doing stuff like what you're doing like you know actually doing something positive and making a difference and okay okay love that love okay. that love that so obviously we spoke about your friends being like inspirational as well to you and motivating you but how about like your family like do you feel like they uh, motivate you do they support what you're doing initially obviously you know how african parents are like they just want you to you know do up the education thing and you know get a happy job but i feel like after the progress that man's made over the years and they've seen the progress they've seen the performances they've seen this they've seen that i've i've seen the like the mentality shift if you get what i mean because now they see the potential when I first started, I was thinking, what's this guy doing? But like, it's got to the point where you can tell they're supportive. You can tell they want me to do well. So like, it feels a lot better now. Yeah. Making music when your family's backing you. Yeah. That's, that, I mean, <laughs> like you said, we all grew up in an African household and everyone's, everyone's <laughs> like, you gotta be a doctor, lawyer, whatever, nurse, whatever. And it's just like, <laughs> some of us are trying to just be creative out here. <laughs> You know the ones there, from. Like it is important like, to get that support in it. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I've been trying that um the academic route. Like um I remember back in high school, I was trying to be like a mm. lawyer, 
and it didn't take me too long to figure out <laughs> that's not me <laughs> were you really trying to be a lawyer <laughs> yeah i was trying to be a lawyer for years and i was like you know what nah, this ain't me still i can't really I yeah i feel like i tried to go down the academic route as well like i wanted to be a teacher oh, yeah like i i actually really like kids i love um like playing with them and babysitting and stuff when i was younger i really wanted to be like a primary school teacher but okay. now that i've grown up i'm like i don't know <laughs> if i could handle these kids you know yeah i think we've, we've all kind of had to have that phase haven't we <laughs> trust me okay so very hard to ask questions like you know going on tour or doing shows and performances because obviously that's how you get your music out there and stuff like that but yeah do you think that that's going to be happening anytime sooner or not for a while oh i hope so um they've released that vaccine thing like i'm not even saying if it's going to work or not Mm. however they're going to release it so these venues are going to be like yeah people can start you know performing here again as long as the people attending have got the vaccine and stuff so mm. i feel like for summer 2021 that would definitely be a thing really yeah i hope it is you know because i bought tickets to kiana Lede's concert i really love her and to kiana Lede, she's an american music artist yeah so i bought tickets to her concert and i'm just like it's in march and i'm a bit like eee. In March, it does a bit soon. It's wishful thinking, in it? <laughs> Yo, she's going to be doing one of them virtual concerts still. Stop, That's crazy. Dude, I will fully ask for a refund. I can't, I can't. You, you know how these men move when it gets to the refund still. Oh, They're quick to take the money, but... It was one of those, like, spur-in-the-moment things. It's like I didn't think about it, but really intuitive. I should have. What kind of music does she make? R&B. Okay, yeah, to be fair, she does look kind of R&B still. She's really good. You should listen to her. You know, I'll put this one on my notebook still. Yeah. Do you listen to any female artists? Um, Female rap artists? Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Which ones? (laughs) Oh! (laughs) I was like, wait, wait. I'm actually so sorry. I thought you you just, oh, my bad. (laughs) Um, well, from uh, Manchester, mm-hmm. there's this uh, girl called Lady Ice. She's called, she's actually called, she was in this thing called um, The Rap Game UK, if you've heard of it. Yeah, I think I have heard of it. Yeah, she's actually quite good. Okay. Nah, I definitely give her a listen still, she's called. Yeah. And obviously, apart from all the American, like, Meg Thee Stallion, City Girls, like, yo, <laughs> you, yeah, you might, you might have to cut that one out. Like, I don't, I don't religiously listen to City Girls. But, <laughs> nah, I'm keeping nah. that <laughs> The fact that you said it, it shows he listens to you. <laughs> you. You know, you know what it is. I'm just trying to keep up with the times in it. Man, just yeah. Keep the times in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Name one song from them. <laughs> no, actually, let's make this interesting. Can you give us a little freestyle? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yo, if my boys ever ever heard me do this freestyle from city girls i'll be cancelled okay not city girls not city girls do a little freestyle like by you come on give the people what oh, they want oh me yeah oh i can give a little freestyle all right cool cool i thought you meant a city girl oh no like, no i didn't mean okay, city girls okay okay, <laughs> okay 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 let me go on my uh 
Let's make a let's make a beat. Yeah, you beatbox. You you beatbox, and I uh I did a buzz. Oh, I'm really bad at beatboxing. You, okay. you gotta change that today. <clears throat> Let me try. No, this is real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. You know, we'll, we'll go over the top of my head. Okay. 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 Um, tell me who's chiller. I was chilling with the winners. Okay. Sipping back to back to back. We were chilling in a villa. I just need some back to back to back bankrolls. Make the stacks get bigger. Hey. <laughs> Come on! Oh, gang, 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 We've got a little exclusive. An exclusive? <laughs> we got a little something, something. I don't know what it was, but it was something. We got a little something. I, um, I watched a documentary on Channel Four that's called "Is COVID Racist?" and it was basically okay. saying, you know how earlier there were like black people disproportionately affected by the virus? Mm-hmm. And basically the media and everything were making it out that we were the ones that like our skin essentially just being black is what yeah. made us like die from the virus and more than white people. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously that is BS. Um, yeah. We wa- I watched the documentary and the doctor literally confirmed that it's nothing to do with our melanin. This virus is an immune virus. It's to do with your immune system. So yeah. it's something in the immune system, but it's and it's not the re- it's not because we're black that we're being affected. Essentially, it's because the government is putting black people at the front lines with little exactly. to no PPE, um, knowing that majority of black and asian communities are in overcrowded homes where there's no social distancing or isolation even possible and just letting them and forcing them to work and these people are dying at rapid rates because i don't know what's your opinion on that like it's just so frustrating yeah they always try to do these this thing to black people where whenever there's like an illness Mm. it's like it makes you look inhumane basically it makes you look lesser than exactly because if everybody else can um quote unquote withstand this virus or catch it less but black people can't mm. that means we're sort of inferior genetically mm. that's basically what they're trying to say exactly and it's just it's very jarring because you know at the start of this pandemic um at the very very start black people wasn't really catching it like that so they so they mm. gave misinformation right mm. but that's obviously because ah fam, to get into this is actually so jarring but like yeah okay cool so they know that white people are catching it more black people are thinking like yeah black people don't catch it mm. and then they're, they're putting black people on the front lines and now black people and not even just black people asian people as well mm. are obviously on a madness getting it more than white people mm. so it looks it just looks a certain way in it mm. it's so suspicious like um excuse me you're telling me my people are the ones that are like dying because we're black of a virus that affects everyone like yeah what how does that even make sense it's just uh tired (laughs) but i just had to mention that because it came to my mind i was like okay i have to say this (laughs) no you know that's a good question though i can't lie yeah I might as well give myself a little shout out. Yeah, yeah, guys. Shout out, shout out. If you wanna find me on socials, everything is Sweepy D, which is S W E E P Y 
D-E-E. Look out for me as soon as it hits January because we're going to start hitting it hard. I can't lie. I've been ghosting for a minute, but <laughs> you'll you'll find out why. You'll find out why. Sure. <laughs> yes. And make <laughs> hey, hey, sure hey. that when he drops it, y'all play his music. And uh-huh. also, you should listen to his debut EP, 1719, because it's actually really good. And support Black music artists. Like, just support Black businesses, support Black everything. <laughs> Inject it, inject it, inject it, inject it. We need to some sound effects, like you know, the clapping ones. I know. <laughs> My editing skills are not that great, but I'm gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you once again. Third time lucky, I guess. Third time lucky, and this one's the best one as well. Literally, if if people knew who are listening right now how many times that we tried to <laughs> to do this interview and all the complications you wouldn't even believe it but yeah i'm very very grateful that you actually was like yeah i'm still gonna be down for it so thank you so much once again anytime anytime and yeah i'll hold you to that for when your music drops and i'm like um are you gonna come back on the podcast <laughs> You know what? I actually don't mind. You know, I would make it a regular thing. I'd be back. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Okay, I'll catch you in a bit, guys. All right.